Praise the name of the Lord, everyone. Giving God thanks one more time for his many mercies and for his goodness. Tonight, with the help of the Lord, as we continue on our, we should have been looking at Leviticus chapter 4, but we're going to hold it just for tonight as the Lord has another plan for tonight. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Joshua chapter 6. And I'll read a couple of verses in your hearing. And just before we begin at Joshua chapter 6, I would love for us to look in two verses from Ecclesiastes chapter 9. I'll read them in your hearing. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 18 and Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 18. Better to have wisdom than weapons of war. But one sinner can destroy much that is good. Again, better to have wisdom than weapons of war. But one sinner can destroy much that is good. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 1. As dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink, so a little foolishness spoils great wisdom and honor. As dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink, so a little foolishness spoils great wisdom and honor. In the book of Joshua chapter 6, in verse 2, Joshua who had taken over the role of leading the children of Israel from Moses' position in an office given to him by God. The Bible said that in Joshua 6 and verse 2, that the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. That's God's words to Joshua. Jericho is yours. It's king. And all its strong warriors. In Joshua 6 and verse 15. The Bible tells us that on the seventh day. After we have received the instructions from the Lord. Bible said on the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn and marched around the town as they had done before. But this time they went around the town seven times. Seven time around as the priests sounded the long blast on their horns. Joshua commanded the people shout for the Lord 
has given you the city and Jericho and everything in it must be completely destroyed as an offering to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and the others in her house will be speared for she protected our spies. Verse 18 tells us, do not take any of the things set apart for destruction. Or you yourselves will be completely destroyed. And you will bring trouble on the camp of Israel. That's the word of the Lord. Joshua 6 and verse 24, the Bible said, And the Israelites burned the town and everything in it, only the things made from silver, gold, bronze, or iron were kept for the treasury of the Lord's house. In the last verse of Chapter 6, verse 27 tells us, So the Lord was with Joshua, and his reputation spread throughout the land. Tonight, I want to speak from the subject, Hidden. In the camp. Hidden. In the camp. We'll move over to Joshua. Chapter 7. We recognize. That Joshua and the army of Israel and the conquest of Jericho they had experienced a very glorious victory over Jericho and its city walls Being obedient to the word of the living God. They witness God's mighty hand. They saw the walls of Jericho crumbling down. Falling to pieces. Joy and rejoicing were flooding their hearts. For they had witnessed the power of God acting in their behalf. The future looked bright for Israel. Future looked bright for Joshua and for the army of Israel. It seemed as though God would be with them as they marched forth to conquer the promised land. But it's in 
the seventh chapter of Joshua, that we recognize following the great victory over Jericho was a defeat that Joshua and the Israelite army did not see coming. They launch an attack against Ai, the second city of the enemy. And Joshua, his Joshua's army was soundly beaten, defeated. It is in this second chapter, the seventh chapter of Joshua that we recognize while defeat was staring them in the face. The army of Israel was in the previous chapter overwhelmed with an astounding victory. Suddenly, their spirit was broken. They were deflated. Lost confidence and hope. Why? Because something had taken place in the camp. Prayer to them setting out against AI. Is in the story of chapter 7 that we recognize the crippling effects of sin on an individual, on a community, on a nation. It is this chapter that tells us that sin will always lead to defeat in spiritual warfare. Sin will always lead to defeat in spiritual warfare. The Bible tells us in verse 1 of chapter 7. Having ended 26, 27th of chapter 6, the Lord was with Joshua. And his reputation spread throughout the land. In the opening verse of chapter 7, but something change but Israel violated the instructions about the things set apart for the Lord a man named Achan had stolen some of these dedicated things so the Lord was very angry with the Israelites. Achan was the son of Carmi. 
a descendant of Zimri, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah. As we observe the text tonight, we recognize in verse 1 speaks about the cause of the failed assault against AI. Look in verse 2 to 5, we recognize the consequences of sin upon God's people. And to the very end, the remedy for sin and defeat. Better to have wisdom than weapons of war. But one sinner can destroy much that is good. One sinner. Bible tells us that a man named Achan, whose name means trouble, had stolen some of these dedicated things. So the Lord was very angry with Achan. No. The Lord was very angry with Israel. One soldier's sin affected the entire community. All Israel was charged with the crime, not just Achan. It was a corporate responsibility. Therefore, there was corporate common guilt. It's in this passage of scripture, brothers and sisters, that we recognize that God looked upon the community. As one body of people. One body of people who should love one another. One body of people who should be looking out for each other. This is not new to us. Because when Abel disappeared off the scene. Was murdered by his brother Cain. God asks Cain. Where is your brother? Because a Christian man, the believer, his bro- it should be his brother's keeper. God saw the nation of Israel as one body of people, one community of people. Likewise, When he looks on his church, he sees one church. Yes, we have many assemblies scattered across the world. But God sees one church. For by one spirit, 
were we all baptized? One. Every member of the community was supposed to look out for the interest, the greater interest of his brother. One man had trespassed against God. One man had been unfaithful. One man had broken trust with God. But that man did not live in isolation. He was a part of a community. And from God's perspective, the entire community was responsible. One man caused God's presence to be angry with the entire community hidden in the camp. Brothers and sisters, here we recognize that sin ultimately leads to defeat always in any areas of our life. Sin is going to lead to defeat. And the end result is always death. Disease, accidents, troubles in our lives sickness sometimes financial problems whatever it may be sin have a way of always leading downhill there's something for us to understand even in the assembly there is a responsibility amongst us as believers how we live our life and I'm not living just for me I know the theology at times kind of messes us up as to what God expects from us Sometimes a lot of folks, when we come to God, all we're interested in is living to make heaven. We don't care about what's happening around us. But that's not the expectation of the Lord. Scripture tells us that righteousness Righteousness will uh, will always build up a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. As in the book of Matthew chapter 22 and verse 39, the Lord tells us, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. One of the very governing principles of the Lord's 
people. The Bible tells us without being aware of what was happening in the camp. Joshua sent some of his men from Jericho to spy out the town of Ai. Verse 2 of 7. East of Bethel, near Beth-Avon. When they returned, they told Joshua, there's no need for all of us to go up there. It won't take more than two or 3,000 men to attack Ai. Since there are, there, there are so few of them, they don't make all our people. Don't make all our people struggle to go up there. Bible said so approximately 3,000 warriors were sent. What? They were soundly defeated. It is a sin that was in the camp that caused the defeat in the battle of AI. But here we recognize in verse 2 of chapter 7. I read for, I read earlier from Joshua 6 and verse 2. The Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. In verse 2 of 7, Joshua sent some of his men to spy out Jericho. To spy out the town of Ai, rather, east of Bethel, near Beth-Avon. What we recognize from verse 2, The silence of the Lord. Joshua is preparing for our next battle. And the Lord has not spoken. They were going in the strength of the previous battle. But God was silent. We call this a miscalculation or self-confidence. And we know if we trust in the arms of flesh, it will certainly fail. No man can conquer Any enemy 
with self-confidence. No man can stand against or in the day of battle using self-confidence. It was Peter who answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended of thee, yet will I never be offended. The rest is history. Peter ended up denying the Lord and Christ. Romans chapter 12 and verse 16 tells us, Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceit. First Corinthians 8, 2. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. Galatians 6 and verse 3. For if a man think himself to be something where he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. 1 Corinthians 10 and 12. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth, take heed, lest he fall. Proverbs 26 and verse 12 tells us, Seest thou a man wise in his own conceit? There is more hope of a fool than of him. They turned up not only Joshua. The men went and spied out the city of Ai. Came back with a report of their own wisdom. Their own self-confidence. So few of them. Don't make all our people struggle to go up there. Approximately. Uh, 3,000 warriors were sent. They told Joshua, we don't need more than 2,000 or 3,000. Just a few of them, a handful of them. Joshua sent the maximum amount they suggested. But they were soundly defeated. God disciplined the children of Israel by allowing so few men of Ai to defeat 3,000 soldiers. 36 men fell. 36 men died in battle. Not because they did not know how to fight. Not because they did not have the ability to be victorious. But because they went into battle and the presence of the Lord was not there. It's in this that we recognize, brothers and sisters, that when we sin against God, God will chastise us. He will discipline us. He will correct us. 
when we sin against him. Sin in a believer's life must be corrected. We'll be chastised by God. He said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it might bring forth more fruit. John 15 and 12. Sin. He said, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. 1 Corinthians 11, 32-32. Sin must be chastised. 3,000 warriors being chased by a few men. Chased them down the town gate as far as the quarries. And they killed about 36 who were retreating down the slope. Israel were paralyzed with fear at this turn of events. And their courage melted. Sin have a way of taking away the boldness out of the community of the believers. Brings discouragement and fear. Break the spirit of the camp. Sin. Bible said their courage melted away. The same uh, men who spied out the land and said, Joshua, you don't need more than about two to three thousand men. Just a few of them in AI. Don't allow our people to struggle. But they were whipped. And their courage melted away. Because of sin in the camp. Joshua and the elders of Israel tore their clothing in dismay. Threw dust on their heads and bowed down their face to the ground before the ark of the Lord until evening. We recognize, brothers and sisters, one of the remedies of sin and defeat is a confrontation with the Lord. We have to speak with him. We have to directly fall before his glorious presence. Why is it there's defeat in the camp? Why is it we're being whipped? The first thing we recognize, brothers and sisters, is that Joshua began to intercede. Intercession. The first remedies for sin is for men to become broken before the Lord and begin to intercede before Him. What's happening in the camp, Lord? We're in the midst of a defeat. There's a strange thing happening in the camp, and we are not aware of it. We need a confrontation with God. 
Joshua. He too was stunned, confused, spirit broken. As he appeared before the Lord, tore the clothing in dismay. An act of repentance threw dust on their heads and bowed down to the ground before the ark of the Lord, seeking him in prayer. Brothers and sisters, as they begin to talk to the Lord, Joshua said, Oh, sovereign Lord, why did you bring us across the Jordan? You're going to let the Amorites kill us. If only we had been content to stay on the other side. Lord, what can I say now that Israel has fled from his enemies? Or when the Canaanites and all the other people living in the land hear about it, they will surround us and wipe our name off the face of the earth. And then what? Will happen to the honor of your great name. Joshua is concerned about the name of the Lord. Not many people in living this Christian life is concerned about the name of the Lord. About his name being kept holy. About his name being reverenced. Not many people. Remember. When the Lord said. Our father. Who art in heaven. Hallowed. Be thy name. Not many folks are concerned about it. But Joshua. Says what will happen. Honor of your great name. Intercession is an answer. When we are sitting in the presence of a defeat, it's an answer. To sin and to defeat. But the Bible said. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and he shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew 7 verse 7. He said if he abide in me. And my words abide in you. He shall ask what he will. And it shall be done unto you. John 15 and verse 7. After crying out before the Lord. But the Lord said to Joshua. So God is about to speak. After the. The man sent to spy. Decision made. Israel's army sent out. Battle against AI, Israel defeated, whipped, men died, Joshua cried, and now God has broken his silence. 
God is about to speak. And this is our second remedy to sin. Is hearing what God has to say. A lot of folks are not interested in what God has to say. A lot of folks are not interested in hearing a divine word being spoken. We live in a time when if the voice of the Lord or the words of the Lord being spoken prophetically, if it cuts us, we despise it and we reject it. But the word of the Lord said, despise not prophesying. It's good to hear from the Lord. How can a man cleanse himself from his sins except he take heed to the word of God? And Bible said, the Lord said to Joshua, get up. A word of encouragement. Get up, Joshua. Why are you lying on your face like this? Get up. It's time to act. Get up off your face. Why are you lying on your face? And I speak to you when I sent you out against Jericho. I gave you my word. You went up against Jericho and you didn't have to pull a sword for the walls to come down. Small town AI and your men are defeated. Get up. Israel has sinned and broken my covenant. That's why you are defeated, Joshua. Israel have sinned and broken my covenant. Launch a charge against Israel. Not against Achan, but against the nation of Israel. Because they had committed sin after sin. Listen, brothers and sisters, as we we read through verse 11. How God builds up the charge or the charges against Israel. One, he said, they have stolen some of the things given to the tabernacle. Things that have been set apart, devoted to God. They have stolen some of the things I commanded must be set apart for me. Not only have they stolen it, but they have lied about the theft. Number three, they have hidden it among their own belongings. There is sin in the camp. Hallelujah. I am Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Better to have wisdom than weapons of war. One sinner, one sinner can destroy much that is good. Get up, Zach. Get up, Joshua. Israel. Broken covenant. Stolen the things that I've told them. I must be set apart for me. I lied about it. And buried it. Among their own belongings. This is why. The Israelites are running. From their enemies in defeat. But now. Israel itself has been set apart for destruction. Set apart for destruction. God issues a warning. I will not remain with you any longer unless you destroy the things among you that were set apart for destruction. I will not remain any longer unless you destroy the things among you that were set apart for destruction. God says, I will not tabernacle with you. My presence I'm going to withhold from you. Because I will not remain in the camp when sin is prevalent. When a man has decided that he will stand against God, I will withdraw my presence. Unless I'm giving you an ultimatum. Unless you destroy it. Brothers and sisters. Ladies and gentlemen. Faith Deliverance International Ministries. God is saying. I will not dwell. Where sin is. Unless it's destroyed. Unless it's been repented of. I can't stay. I will withhold my presence. Unless. Sin. Is destroyed. The question is brothers and sisters. What does the presence of the Lord means to us? What kind of a value do we place on the presence of the Lord? Do we understand the importance of the presence of the Lord? What did it mean, Joshua? 
presence of the Lord. But Joshua meant crossing the Red Sea. You saw it. Presence of the Lord meant surviving 40 years in the wilderness. It meant defeating the nine gods of Egypt. meant crossing the Red Sea. It meant victory. For believer, it means life and that living. Joy, peace, ultimately eternal life. question is what kind of a value do we place on the presence of the Lord what kind of a value do we place on having God's presence in us working for us Working through us. Comforting us. Giving us peace. Giving us joy. What does it mean? I speak not only from this subject. Or from the text. From Joshua chapter 7. But I speak. To the community of the Lord. God is up to something in Faith Deliverance International Ministry. God has something to say to the community, to the body of believers here at Faith Deliverance International Ministry. The Bible tells us in closing of the faithful community of believers in the heights of victory. 3,000 men being added to the church after the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. A message preached by a man of God, Peter, that convict many hearts. And the church was experiencing such a oneness and such a a, a mood of victory. Went from house to house, breaking bread in prayers and continuing steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. And, And we see the very expectation of the Lord being acted out in the newborn believers of this great institution we call the church God Ecclesia the called out men were interested in each other brothers being brothers keepers the name of the Lord being kept holy 
Neither did any man look on his own things as if it were his. But the Bible tells us that they sold their possessions. And what they got from it, they took it and laid down at the apostles' feet. Sold land. Laid down at the apostles' feet. Why? Love for one another. Looking out for the interests of each other. In the midst of that, one man gave such a, a gift to the church. That a couple by the name of Ananias and Sapphira, when, she, when they saw it, they went out, sold a piece of property. And wanted to do likewise. But when they sold it, they made up in their mind what they were going to give to the Lord. But they held back apart. They talked about it at home. And pretended in the house of God. As if what they were about to do was sincere before the Lord. Hidden in the camp. Was not buried in the tent under the ground, but was buried in their hearts. For God dwells in our bodies. Our, our body is the temple of the living God. And went. Before the man of God. Just like Joshua said. God said to Joshua. Verse 13. 14. He said in the morning. Joshua. You must present yourselves by tribes. And the Lord will point out the tribe. To which guilty man belongs. That tribe must come forward with its clans. And the Lord will point out the guilty clan. That clan will then come forward. And the Lord will point out the guilty family. Finally, each member of the guilty family must come forward one by one. Joshua, you will never defeat your enemies. Never. When God says never. You are trapped in a cycle of defeat until action is taken according to the word of God. doesn't matter what you do unless you take heed to the word of God. Joshua, Israel will be trapped in a cycle of defeat. Joshua, all I'm asking you, let them come tribe by tribe. And I'm going to point them out. I'm going to find and show it to you. Who the guilty clan is. The guilty tribe. The guilty clan. 
the guilty family and the guilty man. I'm going to show it to you. This we, we take note of in the book of Acts. It's a fire. Ananias and Sapphira turn up the church. Ananias came forward, passing before the presence of the Lord. Lying about what he was doing. He didn't recognize that he was passing before the presence of the Lord. Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart? Caused you to lie to the Holy Ghost. We have some men here. We have some hands here. That's waiting for you. They will take you out. Fell dead. In the presence of the Lord. Fell dead. We don't want to talk about a church like that. But the Lord. Gave me this word to speak. To faith deliverance. Just came out of fasting. I sat there this this morning. And I was just praying before the Lord. Lord, begin to speak about fasting. Told me to listen back to some statements. I said, I don't hear any brokenness. From the people. I don't hear anyone confessing of the brokenness overcoming sin. Allow the people to pass by one more time. Allow them to pass by my presence one more time. For something is hidden in the camp. Hallelujah. God is saying, when they pass by, I'm going to show it to you. I hear a sound, but it's not the sound of brokenness. Katashaya. Mama humba hasita. Manda bahushaya. Yes, they have fasted. Yes, they have afflicted themselves. But I don't hear the sound of brokenness. Hallelujah. Cause them to pass by before me one more time. Faith deliverance is trapped in a cycle of defeat. And God is about to set us ablaze on victory. One man 
is the entire nation of Israel. I hear the Holy Ghost talking to me. Buried in the camp of faith deliverance. I feel it now, Lord. Buried in the camp of faith deliverance. International ministry. One, two, three, four, five. Many years. Buried in the camp. Hidden in the camp. And being lied about. Deceit. My God Almighty. Hallelujah. Sin in the camp. But I hear the Lord say. It's a time now to clean it up. Cause them to pass by. Kotasha. Maha. Kumbatasi. Marumbahasi. Mama Kunsi Indahasia Dabuhushimba Kasata Nakanta Tabuhushi Marunda Katasu Mahutasha Limokumba Hasita Masia Makasia Tasia Matasia Makandabasita Marmuhushi Mehe Thank you, Holy Ghost Nakanda Kusutaya Masanda Mm-hmm. God says I am going to reveal it I am going to reveal it Holy Ghost Katashanda is coming Saturday I'm declaring a day of fast. It's a solemn fast. We will pass by the presence of the Lord one more time. Kota Shandabahasita. Mama Kumbasata. Kemboho Tabarushambahasa. Mema Simba Kasita. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Masanda God. Apply the same principle. All the elders, everybody on our face before the Lord. From morning until evening. 